You're listening to the Birdie Dad podcast. They can't make a birdie, but they can dad. And now your hosts, Jared, Brian, and Trevor. Welcome back, golf dads. It's the Birdie Dads podcast. Trevor and Brian, what's up this week? Oh, not much is new. So just same old, same old, trying to wait for my vaccine. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fortunately not waiting, but, uh, for the vaccine, but yeah, not much is new here. Just excited to uh, see your guys' faces and hear what you have to say. What do you got for us today, Jared? Okay. Well, this time uh, we're going to talk golf rules episode, swing back around and do another golf rules episode today. So let's talk water hazards. And I want oh to talk boy. about this. Yes. Oh boy. Yes. The dreaded water hazards. I learned I've been playing it wrong. So this makes me want to talk about it. And I've got tournament time coming up. I've got five tournament rounds in the next 10 weeks. So it's time wow. to brush up on some golf rules. Yeah. Wow. You're on like a mini tour, Jared. I'm on my own mini tour talking about just clicking away COVID mini tour, finding okay. what's available. I got to ask, did, were there a couple haircuts that you saved up and asked uh, your wife for this? <laughs> How did you get five tournaments in 10 days or 10 weekends? Um, well, she doesn't always listen to the show, so I'm not sure she understands that just yet. So okay. I've done a lot of barbecuing leading up to this. I've done a lot of my extra share. Ah, well, I'll, I'll throw out a little pearl for you guys that I found by accident this last couple weekends ago. And for our listeners, it's a, it goes along with the haircut and the golf ask. Um, Brian, you're kind of you're kind of screwed, though, because you have boys. But I have a daughter. <laughs> Obviously, we've chronicled, chronicled this. It's nine years old. She's probably um, getting to be a bigger size than her age. And so uh, I've been trying to help out around the house as a New Year's resolution, but one of which is to do more laundry. And so I've been folding lots of laundry for the kids, myself, my wife included. And a lot of that stuff gets dumped in the same load, right? So I uh, kind of mistakenly, but not so mistakenly, put a T-shirt of my daughter's athletic shirt in my wife's athletic shirt pile. Oh, and on top. So, and but I left all of her clothes on the her side of the bed, so she had to put them away. And just kind of left it out there to hang. And she came in like, I guess it was, you know, that night later and said, you realize you're, you're putting our daughter's shirt in our laundry pot. And I was like, oh, no kidding. Really? Oh, well, that's, I just, you, you're, you guys. Looks seem, like it fits you. you. Looks like it fits you. I mean, it looks perfect <laughs> on you. Want to try it on? And uh, that was, I saw a little glow in the face. So I was like, hey, uh, maybe next weekend, can I play some golf? And uh, sure enough, got the, got the ask in. So. Um, Jared, I know you can't do it oh, now with a two-year-old, I can't but do it, yeah. write that one down for uh, when you're when she turns about nine or ten. Start throwing that one out there. I like that. I'll try it in mm-hmm. about three months. See if I can get away with it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little early. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah, I schedule awesome. myself some tournaments, and so I want to tell you guys the first tournament I'm playing in is a match play, and I reached out to you know it's a two-man match play well i'm with a partner we're going to play up against two other guys um and it's a pod you're thrown into a pod of four teams so you're gonna it's a round robin style so we're playing in that 128 total players going to whittle down and i reached out to my uncle and said hey i'm throwing a match play and he told me he goes "Ah, better learn your match play rules and so then i went Mm. oh match play rules let me google that one to see what's going on uh do you guys are you up on your match play rules do you play much match play Ahead, well, sure. I, I'll play like individual matches when I play, but um, I don't know the rules. Like tournament style. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. No, I mean, exactly. I play around a lot with guys, but 
tournament style, I mean, I, I'm still going to brush up on it. And but the biggest thing, don't play out of turn. Do not, you know, you play mm -hmm. out of turn, you forfeit the hole. So, you know, and really when you get into some of these individual rules, it'll say on there, if you're playing match play, you forfeit the hole. If you, you know, you drop incorrectly or you play this water, ha water hazard incorrectly, which got me thinking, I better brush up on my water hazard rules. And so it got me a little bit nervous and I wanted to bring it to you guys and talk about water hazards. And so when we're thinking about tournament play, and I, I just realized I've been playing it wrong. And Trevor, I think you said the same thing. You've been playing it wrong too, right? Yeah, yeah, until about last year. Um, so I was always on the impression that, you know, if your ball goes into the water with a red stake, wa lateral water hazard, you know, you come back on your line from where the ball entered the water back to where you hit the ball from and you play one club length from that. And that's how I played it forever. Um, Till recently, you know, recently, and then realized that it's from a line back from the pin to the angle where the ball went into the hole or to the water. So, how have you been playing it, Jared? How, is that similar to? Oh, how you've I been play playing? from splash zone, splash okay. zone, and <laughs> everything's lateral, going all out back into. I mean, seriously, and I everything think, else, huh? Oh yeah, you just go right up to splash <laughs> zone and play it like over. Dad was right there on the other side of the water, closer yeah. to the hole. Yeah, <laughs> like. Oh yeah, I cleared ninety percent of that water. I'm going to the other side. Is that how you play? The you clear majority of the water, you go to the other, <laughs> other side, side and drop. Yeah, fifty percent <laughs> rule. You round up. That is yeah. dad. That is a dad rule. That was over half going across. That's dad. <laughs> that's not gonna fly. That and teeing it off in front of the tee box like you normally do, Jared. Th those two. <laughs> that's, a big, that's, a big, that's a big one, Jared. You gotta watch that one for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do that one a lot. I will admit that extra yard comes into play. So this has also come up because of Lee Westwood and his play, um, you know, not that long ago, Lee Westwood playing on the Sunday and he was in contention, little criticism over his drop. So we looked at that. You guys watched the video of Lee Westwood? Yeah, saw mm -hmm. that. It, was a, it looked like one of my tee shots, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I was I was actually happy to see it. But no, yeah, I don't think he saw his from his perspective, right? He couldn't really tell where or if when the ball, the ball crossed the water so he's kind of relying on other people or just kind of estimating where where it went through is that that's kind of the i guess the um i guess the conversation's going right yeah so he hits it it's not his tee shot though he hits it out of that rough uh, so if your tee oh, shot yeah, looks yeah, like right. that he hits it out of that rough and it and it's clearly to the right but you know we had the benefit of camera angles and it it clears that bunker maybe clips a tree i don't know drops into the water and then he pulls it back and he drops clearly to the left over in the fairway and that's where guys were kind of going a little nuts on social media asking how that was a legal drop so looking at that brian did you see that clip i saw the clip and i was watching the tournament while it was happening but i mean i had no concept that it was wrong <laughs> what he was doing i was just like yeah he must that must be right that's good he yeah, I mean, I think that, so that is how I'd play it, you know, how I've played it most of my life is just bring it back on that line where it entered from the hazard, right? And play it from there. Mm -hmm. But um, it it's basically from where that pin was, if you come straight back on that position, from, uh, back through where the ball entered the hazard, he would have, should have been in the rough way more to the right and playing a club, uh, club line from so, that line. So, so I see what you're saying. It's just all about angles from the pin. So he had to yeah. draw a line from where he was, where he hit the ball. Into the hazard. Into the hazard to, from the, to pin, the pin. Through that. Through that. Yeah. Yep. And that's where you go gotcha. back one club length on either side of that. Now there's Straight a, there's, line from the pin back to where he hit 
That's what we're talking. No, That's so you have one. you have you have a couple options. If it's a red staked area, um, and please, our listeners, if I'm saying any of this wrong, please reach out and correct me and yell at me. But um, the the first option is to hit it from you know the, the spot where he originally hit the ball for a one stroke penalty. The second is to um, pull a line from where that ball crossed the hazard to the pin, and you come straight back from the pin through that entry point. If that makes gotcha. sense. Gotcha. Pin, pin to entry point oh. back. Pin to entry point. And you can go back as far as you want. You have to stay within a club length of that line and you drop your ball. Left or right, you have to stay left or within right Within a back. club of that. Yeah. Right. And that's, and so, and then the difference is like where you and I normally play it, if you have a water hazard that's a lateral water hazard that's a red stake and you barely, you know, you go in and you pull it out. Well, you can play on either side of that water hazard within two club lengths but it can be no closer to the hole. So if you have a body of water where you hit it in on the left, but your angle might be better on the right, you can actually play it within two club lengths on the other side of the lake as long as it's no closer to the hole within two club lengths of that hazard. Can you, can you take it back 100 yards into the fairway? Um, if you only, only if it's on that line from the, the right. pin through the point of entry. Um, gotcha. That's where I think Lee's the, the issue is with Lee is that if you look at the camera angles, that point should be more on the rough to the right rather than the left of the fairway where he played it from. So. Well, and I think a lot of guys are are confused with how to even draw that line. I mean, I know this is a podcast. It's hard just talking about it. So you, you draw that picture. And I think the, the rules official came in and said, hey, he was okay because from his perspective, right? Yeah. Like because of what he saw, when it, it drops off, he couldn't really see it. So his best guess the line was what he took. He wasn't trying to cheat the game. He wasn't trying to get an advantage. And they were saying, look, yeah, we've been watching on TV. Lee's out there on the course. He doesn't have he doesn't yeah. have the live footage on his bag and guys going, all right, okay, now I'm looking at this aerial shot. You got to go back from this <laughs> yeah. bush here. Like he doesn't have that, right? And COVID, we've seen this before. They don't have a lot of fans to really point out or help or spotters. You know, they're, they're limited crews in some areas. So they said he was perfectly legal. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, you or I seeing that from that angle, we would we would drop in the fairway too. I mean, dad rules. We would just we'd, I'd drop in the pull. fairway no matter what. <laughs> Jared would walk it up a few yards on the side in the fairway though a little bit. I think he cleared sixty percent of that water. I'd be up on the fairway up eighty yards up. And then when yeah. you finish the hole and ask for your score, I'd be like, yeah, par. It's par. par. Yeah, That's a good part. It. So the different one stroke penalty. So you so you guys have seen yellow stakes too, right? So yeah, uh, do you guys understand the yellow stakes? I don't. Can you explain that? Yes. So the yellow stakes is similar rules. It's just that you don't have the two club length uh, option right outside of the water on either side. It's only the side where you entered. Um, and a lateral water hazard is more for like um, a river or a lake that lines all one side of the hole. Because if you drew a line from the pin back to the point of entry, then theoretically your ball would most likely be in that water body of water the whole way back or you'd get to the forest or out of bounds. And so that's why they deem it a lateral water hazard that gives you the ability to do two club lengths from the point of entry lateral to where it was entry entered. That makes sense. So the yellow Perfect stake, sense. the yellow stake doesn't allow that option. It's usually more around just like a circular body of water or something that doesn't run too long. That's in the middle of playable course. So you can't, you have to take it from the pin back through entry there and play it um, that way rather than doing uh, a lateral side where you can do two club lengths on either side. 
So I noticed that like at the players that 17th is kind of an island green. That's a yellow, I believe, around the green. Um, but there's a drop zone. So the, the players had a choice to either just retee or mm-hmm. um, go to the drop zone. It, yeah. Is that, is that also a, a, in play with yellow? There's, a, there's like always going to be a drop zone with yellow. Um, I don't know about the drop zone. I mean, I think that's pro- that's probably core specific, but yeah, I don't know. That'd be a good question for our listeners. If anybody knows that to, to pipe in on that one for sure. Yeah. You see the drop zone a lot. I mean, I see it when my course may be under repair and they want you to play, you know, they don't want you to play a certain area. You might see that they'll drop it. Maybe a part three. I've had that. My course was under repair and they just said, Hey, you hit in the water, just drop over here. Mm-hmm. Um, again, course specific, different rules. Usually you're playing with some local guys. They'll tell you what's going on, you know, and, um, help you out. But of course, I think you bring up a good point, Brian, you can go back and you can play your original, original shot if you prefer, and you're still going to get that one stroke, you know, make sure you, you have to keep a close eye on my bag that I don't just count it as par and, and re <laughs> and just like, uh, whatever. You still get that one-stroke penalty, but maybe in some rare cases, you might want to play your original shot again if you liked it. Maybe you really like that. Maybe it's, a again, a par three you really like hitting up from. You don't want to deal with dropping. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that comes into play when you're stuck. If you're dropping and you have an in-betweener, like a 50- or 60-yard shot, right? That's not as ideal as your original eight iron, I think. For sure. Maybe you got a, a significant hill or a bunker you'd have to clear that you don't want to do. So you're just going to go ahead and hit from that original spot again. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they're saying on the first day of the players is on that, that 17, how many balls were going in the water that day? It was just unreal. 31, right? Yeah. It was like <laughs> was 35, it, I think. Oh, 35, yeah. Total okay. at the end of the day. And as I watched Kevin Na um, score a nine, or actually, no, he chipped it in from the edge of the green to score an eight. <laughs> because his first shot off the tee in the water, second shot, go to the drop zone. It was like a 60 yard chip that, um, basically there was no room you, and they go for the pin. These PGA guys, their ego is so huge. They're just like, I'm just going to go for it. And then same thing r- rolled off the back into the water. So now he's hitting so in the drop zone, he'd been hitting three on the green. He, he drops for four and he was hitting five, hit another one in the water um, dropped um, six and was hitting seven. That's got him to the like the edge of the back of the green, and then he chipped it in for eight. And it was just like to, to watch a oh, Kevin Na. He's done that before, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he scored, he scored See, an eight on a par three. <laughs> he yeah. doubled that way back when in the Texas uh, was it the Texas yeah. Open when he shot the sixteen. I mean, right. that, that's just a hole for history right there. Love it, Kevin Na, big fan. Uh, but yeah, huh. he drops a 16 on a single hole. I mean, I am easily capable of a 16. I just want to tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you make me play every stroke, it, it 16 could come out. That's that's why I'm loving the match play. Like, ah, just take it. Uh, it'd be fun <laughs> to have it. a challenge to do 17 um, green between the three of us and see what our lowest score is. I bet we're sitting in the double digits as a lowest score to be honest <laughs> and we're making we're fun of kevin off mm-hmm. or yeah. dropping an eight from the tips right? yeah no i, I guess uh, I'm, not, I'm not making i'm not gonna make it fun of kevin now like yeah i would have done the same thing but just to see that decision making process where he's like yeah i'm gonna try this drop zone and once he made that decision he can't go back to the t so he had to live with those extra mm-hmm. sh- shots from 60 yards out that he, if he would have just reteed and hit that shot again could it could he scored better i don't know brutal Okay, let's uh, switch over. It's time for our Dad Wish segment. So play the little unicorn music here. And what's your Dad Wish this week, guys? 
Oh gosh, dad, that's a tough question right at this point. I would say, um, probably do I do selfish husband request or do I do selfish, just straight dad request? Cause if I do dad, I just want less whining in my house. Um, I get a lot of tears from my youngest. I thought I was out of that phase and all of a sudden I get this wave of just like emotions and things and I didn't expect it. You're coming back into that. That's full circle when you're going to get into the teenage years and the preteens. Like full on like three-year-old meltdown one time for my seven-year-old. And I was like, I I forgot about these. What is this? You know? (laughs) And it might've been with the hour change, you know, springing forward and all that stuff. But man, if I had my wish, it would be a little less, less, less. That's where you just call Brian or I, we're used to those. Yeah. No, (laughs) I almost did. Like if you, if you call me any time of day, I'll, I'll have that same exact scenario going on in my house. So you yeah. can commiserate together. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. Yeah. No, I almost, right. I almost took a nap myself and grabbed a beer. I was, I was. So <laughs> <laughs> what you do. Just go do a project in the garage. Like, yeah. I got something yeah. to do. <laughs> Brian, you got a dad wish this week? You know, I'm going to, I'm going to wish for the vaccine. I know you guys are a little bit ahead of me on this, but I just can't wait to get back to feeling okay going out. I'm having dreams guys where mm. I am out in public without my mask and I'm freaking out. Isn't I'm it like, so what weird is to going watch, on? I'll watch a movie and there'll be like a crowded bar and I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, what's going on here? What's going on? This <laughs> yeah, is exactly. a weird moment. Yeah. Yeah, this exactly. is weird. This must <laughs> yeah. be pre COVID. Yeah. Shut yeah. that down. There's no masks anyway. <laughs> so when they, they shake hands. Somebody tried to shake my hand the other day. It freaked me out. I was like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Hey, we don't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throw a quick elbow, yeah. quick elbow. Yeah. 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 But I, I would say one of my wishes did come true this week. Um, and, uh, coming to America two came out and <laughs> I watched that movie, but first we watched, um, coming to America, the original. Not with and, your kids, right? I mean, no, I watched no, it. no, no, okay. no. This, okay. this is like, this is like, you know, <laughs> with the wife after the kids go to bed and we watched the first one one night and then, um, the new one, uh, the next night and both are hilarious. So Good I recommend those two movies. Go for it. Good for you. You got some dad time in actually some solo dad time. Yeah. Well, my wish this week is Brian, you talked about it, but I wish other dads would ask about bringing their kids on the course. And I mean, seriously, you talk about your wishes to bring your boys on the course. I love it. That's awesome. Great. Good for you. I love that dream. But for me, that's not my dream for you to bring your kids on the course with us. So, I mean, I asked my buddy to golf. So he brings, he meets me at the first tee and he's like, Hey, I brought my son along. Is, Is it cool if he plays? He's seven. His son's seven. And his son's a great kid. Love the kid. Great. Love him. Cool but not when I want to play golf. So, I mean, yeah. how, could, how do you think that round went for me playing with my buddy and his seven-year-old son? Probably not good. I, I would say, you know, my wish for my, my kids to join me on the golf course um, is a family thing. <laughs> so it's like we all go out. I have two boys, like, and my wife could come along. That's a foursome. Like, you're not involving anybody else. So I agree with you on that one. Like, you know, just... Uh, yeah. Well, it keep, probably depends keep the kids on, to your, to your own twosome. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, Jared didn't mention that the kid was beating him. So that's why I didn't like the kid. Yeah. Like so, <laughs> so, yeah. He gave no. me one good solid lookout chip when he wasn't paying and he hit it towards us on the green. That kind of woke <laughs> me up. And then I figured out like when you're seven, your dad is not like the coolest guy in the world anymore. So I guess like uncle Jared is like kind of cool. So he wanted to hang with my cart and push my, and I was walking. So he's pushing my cart and handing me clubs 
catching butterflies near my ball, all that good stuff. It was brutal. <laughs> so I bought him a nice big Dr. Pepper at the turn and chipped him back to his dad. Did so, you get his dad a hot dog too at the turn? <laughs> I needed to. I would, my round was so shot. It was terrible. So Dude, that's, that, that's my That's wish. actually a good trick, and I can't believe I'm going to tell it to you two the next time we play, but buy your partner a hot dog on the turn. And, oh, yeah, that's uh, what... That's, that's my line, Lee Trevino. Yeah, that's what yeah. Lee Trevino. Yeah. Cost your partner three strokes. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yep. So busy with the hot dog, it cost him three strokes. All right. Well, this week we talked to Lauren Coglin, LPGA. Great interview about college golf. What a great story she was from moving on up. And she even got sponsored. She is sponsored by No Laying Up. Great golfer. Do you guys, what'd you think of that episode? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome gal. I was excited to kind of hear about her, her process when she got started in the game and kind of, you know, how she transitioned from getting recruiting to. Uh, college and even after the college, like what the, what the big changes are, you know. So it's a it's a big step to learn how to you know take care of yourself once you're on your own. Yeah, I enjoyed hearing the stories about how her uh, her husband is her caddy and um, you know how how he's kind of getting beat by your wife. I don't know. <laughs> that was uh, I don't know if I could handle that. That's a wish for me coming up. I wish my wife could get on the course and whoop me out there. Yeah, I think it's like I said, we're jealous, right? I mean, to have yeah. the wives be that involved with golf, uh, be nice. But at the same time, too, we like our, our time away as well, don't we? I mean, that's the weekend of golf with, with the guys or just the kids, you know? That's that's always a or nice little getaway, kids. too. Or your buddy's kids. <laughs> or your buddy's kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Hey, Jared, well, Jared I want to I go golfing with you, and you can just uh, you can just take my kids. I won't even be there. Just take yeah, my kids. Exactly. You. They, what you'll mean is you're going to go golfing somewhere else. And then I'm going to exactly. golf with your kids. Even He's got better. a tea time like three tea times later and sends his kids with you. Plays, <laughs> plays back a little bit. I oh, now you know. Got, you you got to go ahead. You got to go ahead, Trevor. You got to be ahead of them. You can't, you can't oh, yeah. be behind them. Yeah, I've got the new trick. I'm going to get a second tea time at another local course. When I get the text, he's going to bring his son. I'm going to cancel and go to the other course and play. So I'll be ready to go. I got a new plan. Back he doesn't plan. listen to this podcast, does he, Jared? He does not. No way. I mean, okay. again, no. I and I can't blame his kid for my poor play. I did terrible on my own. His kid didn't need to do anything. So got that big handicap stitched on my bag right now. Well, we got some great stuff coming up. So golf dads, head over to our website, birdiedads.com, score some free golf giveaways and get out on the course. And don't forget your kids. Just tell your buddies about it first. See you next Tuesday with a new episode.